Good afternoon, Patriots. Today is Tuesday, February 22nd in the year 2022. And welcome to Bended Knee. Patriots, today is um, a day kind of to open our eyes. Canada has now extended the Emergency Powers Act, which should be called the Treason Act. And they've extended it now at least through March, which has effectively made Trudeau a tyrannical leader. He is a single-handed ruler over the nation. And it's a reality that I think a lot of people have struggled to accept. It's something you've heard me talk about now since for about two weeks, that Canada was falling into a trap and that it was done as a nation. And it is, as we know it. It was taken over in less than seven days. Not that the people's will is broken, but that the country itself, its governance flipped in seven days. And it's now a tyranny to our northern border run by the WEF, the World Economic Forum, and the United Nations. So be very aware of this because this is coming here. And this is not a joke when I say that. I want you to listen to this short clip here before we begin today. This is a clip from Steve Bannon this morning. Take a listen. You not only told us this was going to happen, you said, hey, this is going to be a precursor to the United States of America. Dr. Wolf. Sure. Um, I've always promised that I would tell people when we were here at the last stage martial law, the coup. And it's a really sad day. I know you say no tears on the war room, but it's really hard not not to cry, not just for Canada, but for the United States. So here's here's what's happened in an essay of mine you can read on Substack. It's going pretty viral. I point out that at this stage, Trudeau and Christian Freeland, you know, they are dictators and that what happens right now in history is either arrest or be arrested. Um, that uh, the, and, and also treason as a criminal charge is very real because um, he's waging war against Canada, basically, which is there's a broad definition of treason in Canada. So it's a, an incredibly dangerous time. And I don't think, you know, you and I often talk about, I warn about especially how dangerous that hangover period is, which is so interesting in history when Mussolini has already, you know, surrounded the parliament and the parliamentarians keep thinking they're deliberating right, but it's already over. That's such a dangerous moment. And that's where Canada is right now. Parliamentarians in Canada don't realize what kind of danger they are in, because at this point in history, uh, the, the dictator arrests other parliamentarians on trumped up charges, opposition uh, voices. You're seeing that you told me about the arrest of one of the uh, activists with the truckers and this draconian set of sentences. Um, there's freezing of bank accounts, which, as you recall, I predicted on this show on February 12th, a week before it happened. Um, and and you also see the rounding up of editors and journalists um, for arrest. You see the criminalization of speech. They're rushing to do that. And the biggest danger to us, as well as to the people of Canada and parliamentarians, is the violence that's, in my view, not coming from named badged police in Ottawa. Uh, I'm very worried about these super violent, unidentifiable kind of black clad masked uh, security forces that are violent and, and, and sending violent images, which I predicted here on this show would happen around the world. Same unidentifiable security forces in Paris committing horrible violence against people. These security forces are intentionally targeting people to try to send violence to shock fear around the world. You have to ignore it. Right now, it's defy, not comply. 
And what they're trying to do is to leverage these moments to suppress future actions by people for fear of getting the same reprisal. We've heard, we've seen this before. It was January 6th when they did the same sort of shock troop approach and have used the FBI to round up innocents and incarcerate them. This is exactly how they work. And this is how they institute a a fascist tyranny is what they've done. Trudeau is now a dictator. Biden just extended the Emergency Powers Act. So buckle up because it's going to be some rough rides here. And the biggest chance that we have is for people to defy, not comply. You can't kowtow to this. It's just not going to work if you do. And so it's important that we as patriots continue our worship and our prayer and our strength in the Lord because that is truly our rock of faith and our strength in all of this. It's very easy right now to get wrapped up into the anxieties of the moment, which is exactly what they want. And they're, they're stoking the fires of anxiety across the whole board. They are feeding the fuel that the banks are going to go down and they're going to blame it on. And if they do be prepared because it'll probably happen through like a, a grid will go down or something like this. And then they're going to blame Russia for a cyber attack. Keep your focus clear on this. Now, one of the things that I'm, I'm, you be pay attention to to how distractions are moving across the spectrum right now. You have most of MAGA racing; all they can talk about is Truth Social, while Canada is under tyranny. It, it's a cognitive dissonance I've never imagined at, at a level coming from MAGA, especially. I could care less about Truth Social right now. Yes, it's kind of important for communication, but it's that's the focus when Canada is literally living under tyranny. I think we've got our priorities wrong, completely wrong. And yet it's very easy to de- to deceive people. Freedom Combo organizer Tamara Litch denied bail in Ottawa. The judge issued the decision in Ottawa this morning saying that she was not convinced that Litch would not re-offend, meaning that she would not execute, she would not obey to using her, to not using her rights to free speech. This is what tyranny looks like. And it's what's been brewing, and it's where they've infiltrated every level of government. And it's, like I said, it's coming here. It's not a question of if it's going to arrive at our borders. It's just a matter of when. The best we can do is to maintain our fellowship between one another, work very aggressively on that. So it's now 11 minutes after one. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you each and every day that we have the blessed opportunity to come together and to pray, to worship, to humble ourselves before you, and to reaffirm our our love in you, Lord. Lord, we are in such a time right now that so much chaos is ensuing that we are faced with a very challenging moment in our perspectives on the line of truth. But we're reminded, Lord, in David. And I'm sorry, in Psalm 2, Psalm 22, 1 to 4, and David spoke the words of this song to the Lord in the day that the Lord delivered him from the hand of all of his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. 
Lord, let us continue to have the strength, the will, and the humbleness to put ourselves before you, to open our hearts, to be honest and true about the trepidations, the fears, the anxieties that we have, to take those and place them before you. And Lord, we pray that you can release those burdens from us. Lord, this is a time of massive change on a global level happening at a speed which is for many frightening, for many unsettling, for others just outright angering. At this point, Lord, we pray for the righteousness to settle into the heart, not the anger and the fear and the vengeance that so often comes. Lord, let us face this enemy that seeks to provoke those negatives, that seeks to provoke us to a fight with a stone and a stone and let us stand before them boldly with the confidence that you stand at our back and Christ at our front to be able to look them in the eye and say, no, we will not comply. And we do so with the firmness of our rock of faith. Lord, this hand that has been extended on the world is dark. It is controlling so many's hearts. And we pray for our enemies that you can reach their heart and you can open that darkness and that they can see clearly. We can take them from the paths that they've been walking down and return them to these paths of truth and light. Lord, we ask that the deceptions that are placed before people be dispelled, that they can be shattered and that they can truly start to see clearly what the real issues are in their, in, before them. Not to be swooned by the worlds of digital media, but in, order, but in this point in time to be active on the ground, to touch the tangible, to be active within the physical, and to literally be active within the spirit of prayer and faith in all that we do. Lord, these days are filled with deceivers, filled with those that may seek in certain ways to do the right thing, but are truly not following that true path of faith. And that path is getting ever increasingly difficult to follow for some. For others, as we stand solid here and we look across, it's as if we are looking at another world, and perhaps we are, Lord, a bifurcation of our world of two types of beings, ourselves, who we will hold fast with you, Lord, and those who are choosing to be deceived, to be drawn away, and sadly, into the hands and clutches of those evil lords and demons. Lord, we just we pray right now more than ever that people can have the clarity in their walk, not to be deceived by used car salesman approaches and the glitter and glitz of all the newness of things, but rather the solidity that comes through the scriptures, the texts, and what we're reading. That solidity and fellowship that we have with one another. That solidness and confidence in knowing that you are with us in all that we do. That place where we can look at one another and we can talk to one another, break bread with one another, have these conversations with one another. Now walk in with, before them with judgment. Lord, there are many people that are still walking in this darkness and in this gray light. We just pray that we can have the words to talk to them, to open those dialogues, to let us all share in a common respect for one another, that we can start to have communication face-to-face and the, the confidence that we can have a conversation and not an argument or a fight. There's going to be many difficult times here, Lord, days ahead where realities start to set in with people and the consequences of choice are going to be before us. Some of these consequences are going to be heavy on the hearts of many, and we know that that's going to provoke reactions. Having to face the fact that you were deceived and did something you thought might be noble 
or for the better good, only to find out that you were a victim of somebody else's plan of deception. Lord, in those moments, we ask that we can bring the word of Christ, we can bring your words to the table to start showing people a way to heal and strengthen themselves, and that we can find a mutual respect for one another in the respect for being, a respect for healing, a respect for the love of who we are as human beings. Lord, right now we are in such a time that deceptions are built around our divisiveness, our separation, our hatred for one another, all manufactured as we know. What Canada has shown us and continues to show us is unity and strength and commonality and fellowship, and we're beginning to see that across the many countries of the world. And we have seen that in many forms in our own nation here. But now, Lord, we need this more than ever, not titleized by some capstone of MAGA or or America First or some banner of a flag, but rather capstone by the banner of Christ, where we as people see each other as common to each other, not enemies of each other, not defined by fake borders, but respect for who we want to be and need to be as cultures, but at the same time, the love of who we are at the core, which is one body in of Christ. Lord, these days ahead now will continue to be difficult. We anticipate that. And we know that as we stand here with you today, we humble ourselves before you. We pray for the forgiveness of our nations, the many sins that have been done, those that have walked away, who have taken down dark paths to follow the, the worship of materialism, the worship of, of idols, leaders, and haven't put you before everything first. Lord, we pray that in this nation that we can put you back on the throne above all things. We are grateful for all that has been given and allows us to be in this time in the eyes that are opening the truths that we witness. May you guide us. May you point us in the path that we must stay true to and give us to continue the strength and confidence that we need each and every step to stand boldly, to walk proudly, and to know that in your name we will bring light and peace to this world. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Lots of challenges ahead. And when you get into times like this, when we see fast moves on the board, so to speak, it is truly a, a fast move moment that unsettles you. And it's, it's, a, it's the concept of the Blitzkrieg from a battle point of view. To make an explosive move and suddenly topple a country. What, you're, what we're witnessing in the histories, when we recount the histories of Blitzkrieg, it was with tanks and armor and, and shock troops, the SS. But when we truly look at what's happening today, the Blitzkrieg takes the form of the pen of executive orders It takes the form of emergency powers acts, and it takes the form of the digital assault using bankers, banksters, and the and the artificial intelligence monitoring monitoring systems to track down people and to incarcerate them. People need to be wise to what's happening, and you have to stop living in the illusions that your governments are for you. They are not. The federal the federal national governments and most state governments, in one way or another, have been infiltrated. And their interest is not of the people, but their interest is towards some version of a world governance. That has already been decided. Bankers have decided where we are going. They and the leadership have decided where you're going. The question is, will you comply or will you defy? The true patriots are going to defy at all costs. 
And that will be, to some, it will be an extreme cost. And that's okay. Because when we stand solid on that rock of faith and we are true to our walk with God, we know already that we've won. This world is not a world that we're part of. We're simply here to complete a mission. And we talk about that every night. And what our mission is here is about holding the line and expanding the kingdom. And we must continue to pursue that each and every day. It is not an easy world that we live in. It was not intended to be. But it is a world with great hope and great love and great opportunity as long as we walk with God and stay true to the directions he's placed us in. Let me play a short clip here. I think you'll appreciate it's February 22nd, 2022. 22222. This is the 22222 verse of the day for prayer. 2 Samuel 2222. I want to pray with you according to this verse. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. This is David speaking, and he says, I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not departed from my God. I want to pray with you that no matter what's going on in your life, you'll stay secure in Him. You'll stay serving Him and loving Him. Lord, I thank you that you are faithful and that even in this life we experience things that are difficult sometimes, but I pray that for myself and everybody joining me in this prayer that we would follow you no matter what happens, that we would serve you, we would love you, that you would have our heart, that we would be faithful to you no matter what happens. We commit ourselves to you. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. For I have for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not acted wickedly against my God. Samuel, 2 Samuel 22, 22. It's a perfect verse for today. And that is the true path in which we walk. It is a wonderful path in which we walk. And one that as we keep that eyes up and eyes on Christ always, we're going to be just fine. As dark as things may get, keep in mind that they are running the narrative of darkness. But when you look across the world, something amazing is happening right now. People all over the world are saying no. They're standing up. They're protesting. They're walking in the streets. They're praying. This is the great awakening. And the one thing you can be assured of is no matter what they say they have in control systems, no matter what they threaten you with, they don't have the capacity to control the entire world. They will always go for the weak, and they will always go for the individuals that they can isolate just like they've done with Tamara Litch. But Tamara has already said she will hold strong and hold the line, and others will do the same. Sadly, they're going to pay a heavy price for the time being. But as long as we continue the march forward in unity, in strength of our Lord, nothing can stop this, nothing. And they have no control in the end. So don't be afraid, don't be intimidated, don't get angry. Let the righteous fires burn, because now, patriots, it's our time. It's our time. It's the time of the Lord. It's the time of the Lord's army to rise, and we are rising, and we are rising fast. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers, patriots, prayers. They are the things that anchor us to the rock of faith, and we need to be anchored solid as the storm begins to crash on the, onto us. They are also a brings us close in that intimacy with Father. God loves us. He'll never forsake us. And God will always win. We simply need to trust in him. And 
Anyway, we have a mission here to complete. Never forget that. We're in this time in this place for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. All right, patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time, God bless and out for now. support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.